Hello and welcome to the Brian Hornback Podcast. This is episode number nine. And we're going to kind of pick up back where we left off on episode eight. Episode eight, we talked about uh, the Tennessee House Republican Caucus and we talked about the recent caucus elections and we talked about some campaign finance uh, issues going on, um, some some campaign funds being swapped between uh, a state representative candidate and a c- congressional uh, member. Um, but today we're going to talk about uh, kind of as we propel and as we begin toward um, the legislature starting in January, we're going to we're going to talk some more about some legislative stuff. Uh, but again, this is Brian Hornback podcast, episode number nine. And uh, those of you that uh, see us on the Web, uh, that's at BrianHornback.com, uh, 16 year uh, news uh, type website. Uh, those of you that are catching us on uh, any of our podcast streams like Apple or Anchor FM or Spotify or Radio Public or Pocket Cast or Google Podcast or Breaker or wherever you're getting this or even right here on YouTube. Uh, certainly do appreciate you uh, watching and listening and uh, would uh, recommend uh, anywhere that you can that you give us a like, you give us a rating, uh, give us a subscription, uh, subscri- hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Uh, we would appreciate that. Um, let's get right into it. Uh, the legislature will reconvene in January, um, for a a new legislative session. Um, and, um, let's talk about a couple of former, uh, house members, uh, Bill Dunn represented, um, house district 16, right, right here out of Knoxville, uh, where, uh, the Brian Hornback podcast and brianhornback.com is, uh, is situated. Uh, represented uh, House District 16 out of uh, North Knoxville, uh, and uh, he'd been serving there in the legislature since 1994. Uh, has been Speaker Pro Tem, uh, and um, and has been a, a, a strong advocate for um, vouchers and uh, for uh, those individuals that are in that are in low performing schools to be able to take a voucher and go to a a better performing school, even a even a private school. Um, and uh, so uh, he's not been a fan, or he, he's not uh, the individuals who uh, support public education, particularly school board members, uh, teachers, uh, those involved in public education have not been a, a big fan of Bill Dunn. Uh, so uh, Governor Lee uh, has recently announced that uh, Bill Dunn uh, is going to have a um, have a position in the State Department of Education with Commissioner Penny Schwinn. Um, and um, I mean, it's it's a it's a salary that pays in excess of ninety thousand dollars a year uh, as a consultant or as an advisor uh, to the Department of Education. So obviously, that announcement by Governor Lee, who uh, supported the ESA bill last year, the controversial voucher bill uh, that passed with with some controversy with um, State Representative Jason Zachary having cast the deciding vote, which is is part of what's been controversial about that that particular bill, um, that, uh, that particular, um, um, so, and, and that bill has now, I think has been to two different uh, courts, uh, and, uh, the, uh, the judicial review, uh, on those, um, have been that, um, that it doesn't stand constitutional muster. Uh, I believe the state attorney general is still continuing to, to, um, appeal that decision uh, and go forward. So I'd love to hear from those of you that listen uh, to the Brian Hornback podcast, uh, your thoughts on 
uh, State Representative Bill Dunn, um, now being a close advisor or um, an employee of the Tennessee Department of Education. Uh, additionally, uh, Representative John DeBerry uh, from over in uh, over in uh, over in the Memphis area, over in West Tennessee, uh, been there for a number of years. Uh, from what I understand, you know, uh, is well respected among uh, current and former uh, members of the uh, Republican uh, Party that are in the state house, uh, and he um, he got kicked out of the uh, Democrat Party. The Democrats. Um, kicked him off their ballot um, this last election, and he um, ran as an independent and was actually defeated uh, by the Democrat nominee, um, Tory Harris. Uh, and so um, Governor Lee has uh, now appointed uh, Representative John DeBerry as a senior advisor on the cabinet level uh, to the governor. Uh, and so uh, anyone that has any thoughts on that, uh, would love to hear your thoughts. Uh, you can email me your thoughts at brian at brianhornback.com uh, and um, might share them right here on the podcast or they might show up on brianhornback.com. Um, but also uh, during that uh, caucus meeting where they elected their leadership for the next legislative session, the caucus really took a, uh, I wouldn't, I was going to call it an unprecedented move, but it's really not an unprecedented move. Uh, the closing their sessions to the public. Now, you know, first of all, let's talk about the fact that, you know, the public really doesn't care what the caucus does, I don't think. But individuals in the media, uh, like the Tennessean, the um, the um, newspaper in Nashville that's owned by uh, the same company that owns the Knoxville New Sentinel and owns the Commercial Appeal in, Nashville, in Memphis, um, they want to be in those caucus meetings because – you know, again, the Tennessee House Republican Caucus, if I if I can remind you, is made up of 73 of the 99 members of the Tennessee House of Representatives. And so, um, you know, what that caucus does in caucus meetings uh, is important, and uh, the public have a right to know. But when we say the public has a right to know, uh, what we're saying is that the media should have access so that the media, whether that be brianhornback.com or whether that be the Tennessean or whether that be uh, the Tennessee Star, um, any any media in this state should be able to go into those caucus meetings because what happens in those caucus meetings is um, sponsors and legislation is discussed in that caucus. Um, and so um, it, I believe it's important that the public have a right to know and so i think that those caucus meetings should be open uh to the media uh because i think that's how we help to know that the sausage is being made um interestingly enough the uh, only member of house leadership in the last legislative session that had an opponent uh, representative jeremy Faison from cop county um he um was quoted as saying that we like to handle our business uh, privately. Well, it's interesting that Representative Faison would say that because the very legislature that wants to deal with their business privately uh, have legislation in Tennessee code annotated that doesn't allow any other government governmental entity to meet privately. That's called the Sunshine Law. And so um, 
whether you're a school board, whether you're a, a, a board of health in Knoxville, whether you're a, um, a um, county commission, a city council, you can't meet privately uh, to discuss uh, private business or governmental business. And so um, it's interesting that Mr. Faison would take that kind of approach. Um, we're coming up on the halfway point here on the Brian Hornback podcast. And uh, just want to throw out a couple of reminders to you. Number one is that uh, I would like for you to uh, go uh, follow my friend Stokes Nielsen, Stokes and Friends podcast, uh, Stokes, S-T-O-K-E-S-A-N-D, Friends, F-R-I-E-N-D-S, Stokes and Friends podcast. Uh, you can find that on YouTube. You can find that anywhere that uh, you find, in particular, the Brian Hornback podcast. Uh, you can also find him on Instagram, but with that one, it's Stokes, the letter N, friends. So uh, go out and uh, follow my friend Stokes Nielsen. Uh, he's a singer-songwriter uh, based out of uh, Franklin, uh, Tennessee area, and uh, has some really great interesting stuff that's not necessarily about politics. Uh, also would remind you about two Knoxville-based companies. One is Just Homes Group. Uh, located right here in Knoxville. If you're looking to relocate to the Knoxville area, if you're looking to get out of the Knoxville area, if because of the presidential election, you've decided that you're going to get out of the country and you need to sell your place, um, call Julia Hurley at the Just Homes Group here in Knoxville, Tennessee. And I'm looking for my cheat card and I don't have my cheat card in front of me. So just uh, search uh, Just Homes Group. Uh, they're a uh, uh, affiliated with Realty Executives in Knoxville, Tennessee, but uh, just search justhomesgroup.com and uh, Julia Harley will get your house sold. Or if you're buying, she'll find you what you're looking for and she'll help you buy that house. Uh, also, uh, Interagency Insurance based in Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, they can write business in 38 states. They've been in business since 1966. My friend Lou Moran III uh, is running that business. And um, so for all your insurance needs, call Interagency Insurance based in Knoxville, Tennessee. Now, uh, you know, since I've, I've been an avid podcast listener, okay, for years uh, and uh, listened to a lot of different podcasts. And sometimes I'll listen to podcasts for a long time. And, um, and then sometimes I'll quit listening to that one and I'll listen to something else. Uh, a lot of my podcast listening varies. Uh, I listen to uh, a lot of motivational stuff. I listen to a lot of entrepreneurial stuff. I listen to um, some political stuff. Um, and so I listen to a lot of different podcasts. But I was listening to uh, somebody I've just recently started following in the last, probably in the last month, uh, Chad Prather out of, um, out of uh, uh, Texas. And uh, Chad Prather, that's uh, C-H-A-D. And Prather is P-R-A-T-H-E-R. Uh, try to find him there anywhere you can find podcasts. He's connected to the Blaze TV folks. Uh, but the Chad Prather Show. And we're listening to one of his podcasts this week, uh, actually since episode eight. Um, and um, he made an interesting comment that I really wish the politicians in Tennessee, and in East Tennessee in particular, would... Uh, would listen to here on the Brian Hornback podcast. So I'm, I'm just letting you know that I'm reusing Chad Prather's material. Uh, but he made an interesting comment about elected officials and the fact that elected officials really should do their job 
as an elected official and quit trying to be a celebrity. Let me repeat that. Politicians should do their job and quit trying to be a celebrity. Hmm. So, whether that celebrity is somebody trying to be a Twitter star, somebody trying to be a um, a um, YouTube star, um, you know, it's it's just real interesting. And you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to name names. Um, I could, um, but you know, the problem we have is we have individuals at the state and federal level, and particularly folks on the local level. And, um, and what's interesting is the one person who was a celebrity that became an elected official, and I'll name this person, and that's our Knox County Mayor Glenn Jacobs. He was a celebrity. He, he, and this is my frustration with the, the, the media in Knoxville, Tennessee. He was a celebrity because he played a fictional character a fictional character with the world wrestling um, with the WWE. So he was a fictional character who became a celebrity who then became mayor. Now he's not what I'm talking about on people doing their job and not being a celebrity because with, with mayor Jacobs, he, he was a celebrity that became an elected official. He's not out there advertising that he was this fictional character. However, our, our local media, in particular the daily print paper, um, continually use him for clickbait, for inter- internet traffic, in using his fictional character name. Uh, our TV stations are not as bad, but they still do it too. But there's some there, there's a couple of state house members, and at least one member of Congress that really wear out the social media. And, you know, it's do your job guys. You know, the, the house Republican caucus only raised $27,000 from January until September of 2020. When you had among conservatives, one of the most popular guys that was president, uh, you could have raised money for the caucus. You definitely could have raised more than $30,000, and you didn't even do that. But you're out there posting stuff on Twitter trying to be either A, a celebrity, the next Twitter star, or every time there's a, a college or, or a pro football game, basketball game, you're, you're commenting as if you're the coach. If you want to be the athletic director of a sports team, then go be the athletic director of a sports team. If you want to be the next YouTube sensation, then spend your time being the YouTube sensation. But don't, don't try to do the job of being a public servant trying to change policy when really what you want to be is a celebrity. Anyway, I've gone almost a minute over my self-anointed time of 15 minutes and we're just went over 16 so with that uh we'll conclude episode nine again i'll encourage you to go check out brianhornback.com 
Um, appreciate you listening to this podcast. Uh, if you're on YouTube, uh, ask you to like, um, share, and subscribe. Uh, if you're on any of the podcast streams, um, do whatever you can do uh, to like us, to share it. Uh, let your friends know. Brian Hornback Brian Hornback Podcast and BrianHornback.com. And uh, let me know what you think. Y'all have a great time until we're back on episode 10.